Today on the podcast, we're going to talk about one of the most amazing workouts that we do in CrossFit World, the Murph workout, named after Lieutenant Michael Murphy. We'll tell you who Murph was, what the workout is, and what it means to us to do this workout in our community setting. So stick around to learn more. Welcome to the CrossFit Edwardsville Community Podcast, where we hear and learn from our coaches, CrossFitters, and Glen Ed community leaders. Now, here are your hosts, Dallas and Greg. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the CrossFit Edwardsville Community Podcast, where we get to meet and learn from our CFE coaches, chat with our CrossFitters locally, and sometimes meet and learn some of the Glen Ed business owners and the characters behind them. I'm your co-host, Dallas Amston with Communicate to Succeed. I'm a presentation and speaking trainer, and specifically, I love to work with business owners and entrepreneurs. And today, I'm going to join Coach G and Coach Jake from CrossFit Edwardsville. What is up, gentlemen, to talk about hey, hey. the famous hero workout, the Murph. Gentlemen, how are you? Coach. Welcome, Gene Scal and Jake. Yeah, I got hey, one coach, but two coaches today. We're stoked. I get to hang out with two good dudes and talk about a good dude, Lieutenant Michael Murphy. And hey, I want to I want to welcome. This is now uh welcome to the either the two-timers club or the three-timers club welcoming <laughs> coach jake to the crossfit edgel community podcast welcome jake yeah thanks for having me i i'm not sure if it's two or three either i do know that i've chosen a different painting to have behind me every time though <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i love it man shaking it up keeping it keeping it interesting for the, the audience here yeah that's right well, it's good to have you both, um, and it's good to always chat with you guys uh, separately and together. So this is going to be a good conversation because at the end of this month, the CrossFit Edwardsville community is going to tackle and conquer the Murph workout. I feel like every the time Murph. I'm going to say it, the Murph workout. The Murph. <laughs> You're a low tone of voice, very ominously like. Right. Not very white like girl, but like yeah. Murph. Um, so in today's podcast, uh, we, we will probably switch and be a little more respectful for the majority of this, but we get to talk about the Murph and what that means. So, uh, let's jump into it. We're going to start right at the beginning. G I'm going to toss it to you, man. Who was Lieutenant Michael Murphy, the soldier for whom this workout is named? This is a fascinating story. So, you know, Michael Patrick Murphy, known to us as Lieutenant Michael Murphy, or Murph for short, was a U.S. Navy SEAL who was awarded the U.S. military's highest decoration, the Medal of Honor, for his actions, his stupendously brave actions during the war in Afghanistan. He was also the first member of the U.S. Navy to receive the award since the Vietnam War, and although uh, he also has posthumous awards, including the Silver Star Medal, which was later upgraded to the Medal of Honor, as well as the Purple Heart, the USS Navy ship, the USS Michael Murphy, and several civilian and military buildings have also been named in his honor. So if you're not already in the know, you might be wondering what it was that Murph did that has made him an American hero. So Lieutenant Murphy was the officer in charge of a four-man SEAL element in support of Operation Red Wings, tasked with finding a key anti-coalition militia commander near Asadabad, Afghanistan. So shortly after inserting into the objective area, the SEAL team, including Murph, was spotted by three goat herders who were initially detained and then released 
by the SEAL team. And it's believed that those goat herders were the ones who reported the SEAL's presence to local Taliban fighters. That led to a fierce gun battle on a steep face of a mountain between the SEALs and a much larger enemy force. Now, despite the intensity of the firefight and surviving uh, grave gunshot wounds himself initially, Murph is credited with risking his own life to save the lives of his teammates. He was, his job was the communicator. He was comms and he had to make contact with headquarters to let them know that their, their position was surrounded and they needed help to escape the situation. So he realized that it would be impossible to make communication from behind their defended territory in the extreme terrain where they were fighting. So he actually stepped out into open fire territory and he, get, he was able to get a better position to transmit a call to get help for his men. But when he did that, he took enemy gunfire. It deprived him of cover, made him a target for the enemy. And he was able to make contact with the uh, SOF Quick Reaction Force at Bagram Air Base, successfully requested assistance. At one point, he was shot, causing him to drop the transmitter. He picked it back up, he completed the call and continued firing at the enemy who was closing in. By making this call though, by sacrificing himself, he was able to get the assistance that his team needed to be able to, to save the lives of his teammates. Um, most notably, Marcus Luttrell was was uh, survived the attack. So for his selfless actions, because ultimately like he lost his life due to the gunshots that he, he took uh, because of this action, he was recorded the Congressional Medal of Honor on October 27th of 2007. And the workout that we do here at CrossFit was actually Lieutenant Murphy's favorite workout. In the earliest days of CrossFit, this workout, which Murph loved doing this workout, he was a CrossFitter himself, he called this workout body armor because he would do this workout wearing a 20 pound weight vest, which in many ways simulates body armor, heavy metal plates on your body to protect against enemy gunfire. So in honor of Murph, once the workout was named after him, it was retitled away from body armor and retitled just Murph. Love that. Um, so coach Jake, tell us a little bit about what the Murph workout in entails. Now it's, it's known everybody, uh, just so you know, it's, it's known as a hero wad and we'll talk a little bit about hero wads as well, just in general. But, um, Jake, tell us specifically about the Murph workout and what it entails. Yeah, absolutely. So in short, uh, Murph is a one mile run to start, you know, followed by some variation of 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 squats, and uh, then, you know, you sandwich it all together with that final one-mile run again. Um, if it sounds challenging, it's because <laughs> it definitely is. Uh, and, you know, it's it's one of the cool parts about this workout, though, is that is it is a challenge. You know, our community, um, as CrossFitters, we are kind of pulled together by shared suffering. And uh, we do it every day in the box, you know, and we might be working out for two minutes, uh, <laughs> pulling something really heavy. We might be working out for 40 minutes. It, you know, it's just different every day. But what Murph kind of symbolizes is, you know, we've got 
a few opportunities per year, something like the, the CrossFit Open. You know, at CFE, we've got our Thanksgiving and Christmas wads, and, and we've also got this one, Murph. Um, and these are the things that we sort of train for, we look forward to. Um, these give us a purpose, a reason why we do what we do every day, and we can kind of look forward to it, just like we're doing right now with our, our Murph prep in May and trying to sort of ramp ourselves up in volume uh, toward this, this ultimate test of what we're doing. Um, so I love it. You know, um, there are so many different ways that you can do it also. I feel like Murph is so accessible to so many people. So we can really kind of rally around doing this thing right at the beginning of the warmer season, we get to kind of shed (laughs) off the cold weather with some running again and, uh, and kind of share in this, this test together. Um, you know, different people are going to do different versions of it. They might do a half Murph. They might yeah. do a, a version of this where they do it as a team to try to uh, tackle this test together. Or they might, you know, just take on Murph for the first time. Maybe they're doing it with a weight vest for the first time. There, yeah. there are so many different variations. And I think, Coach G, I've heard you say this, you know, you've done it so many times at this point. You've probably done it every way there is to do Murph. Yeah. Um, so I just got to do it with a weight vest for the first time this last year. And, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, doing it again this year, maybe taking some time off and ultimately just kind of celebrating with the community and, and doing what brings us. Right. To- yeah. Now, uh, I'll say one other thing here. Um, as, as you were mentioned, coach Jake, there's so many ways to do it and there's so many ways to just scale it as well. Mm-hmm. The pull-ups, um, whether you're on a box, whether you're pulling from the floor on a rope, I mean, there's so many ways to scale all of it, 200 push-ups, all of those elements. Um, but gee, I want to ask you as well, some people partition the movements and some mm-hmm. people treat it like a chipper mm-hmm. and just work all the way through, grind through the hundred, grind through the two, grind through the three. What right. do you prefer to do? In, um, Cause let's talk a little bit of the methodology that both of you prefer as well, because I'm sure you each have your own takes on how to do the break breakdowns of the movements. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think that there, I say this with, with some hesitation, there's not really a wrong way to do the Murph workout. And I say it with an asterisk that <laughs> you should really, you should really rely on your coach's guidance for what is the most appropriate variation for you. If this is your first time doing Murph, wearing a weight vest for it, probably a poor choice, for example. But for most people, the intelligent approach is first identify what volume of these exercises is right for you. Mm-hmm. Is doing 100, 200, 300 in the middle the right variation for you? Should you go 50, 100, 150 in the middle? How many reps total is right for you? And then based on that, the smartest approach and the most efficient approach for most people is to tackle it in a small piece of pull-ups, a small piece of push-ups, a small piece of squats, and then do multiple rounds of that. A very famous variation is the Cindy variation where you do 10 rounds of 10 pull-ups, 15 push-ups, 30 air squats, sorry, 10, 20, 30, 10 10 rounds of 10, 20, 30. You can also do 20 rounds of five, 10, 20. Yeah. Um, you can do it as 50 rounds of two, four, six. There are a lot of permutations of how this workout could be done. So you can individualize it and tailor it to you. One of the things that 
for me makes the workout Murph special is that this is one of those times where we really set the bar really high for ourselves. This is a workout where in order to, you know, in a way commemorate, memorialize the sacrifice of Lieutenant Murphy, we set the bar like really high for ourselves and challenge ourselves to go way beyond what we would usually do in any workout. So for example, if you if you're usually doing a workout that's over in like 15 minutes, this Murph workout is going to push you to 40, 50 minutes, maybe an hour. And it's just a lot of time. It's a lot of tension, a lot of volume. But we accept that challenge. We accept that rigor as a way of, you know, for us, in a small, small way, recognizing the, the courage and the suffering that Lieutenant Michael Murphy did as we courageously face down what, you know, can be viewed as a whole lot of suffering in the well, space and, of one workout. And that kind of leads into just the overall idea. Murph is not the only hero workout. It's not the only hero yeah. wad. Um, and and there have been several that we'll tackle. I know around 9-11, we typically tackle um, what, Chad, I believe it's called, right? Um, yeah, it, but, 1,000 um, step-ups for time. Say it again for everybody. 1,000 step-ups for time. Yeah. So uh, 1,000 step-ups for time in honor of what happened on September 11th. Uh, but there's other ones as well, but... Talk to us. Uh, you kind of started to lead into it here, Jeet Scale. I apologize. It sounds like they are grinding a tree right near me. So if you guys are picking that up on the mic. I can't I'm, hear it. <laughs> good. I'm so glad because it's very distracting to me all of a sudden. For those of you knowing, we're doing this in real time. We're not going to edit that stuff. Let's talk about um, the hero wads and why they're important mentally and emotionally for us. And, I mean, one of the rules we say is this is not a time to complain. You know, before, right. before the clock starts, this is not a time to complain. This is not a time to just piss and moan about how hard the workout is. It's get in and get the job done. Um, but why Why do? Why is CrossFit so prone to doing these hero wads? Sure. And I can speak to this a little bit. So there are, ever since the earliest days of CrossFit, there's been a lot of overlap and a lot of parallel between CrossFit as a training methodology and people of armed services first responders, law enforcement officers, firefighters. And we have many people of those colors, of those stripes in our CrossFit community because many, in many ways, CrossFit is a fantastic way of training for the intensity and the physical and emotional situation that is a lot of crisis situation. You know, if Firefighters having to race into a burning building is an emotional experience, a physical experience, a psychological experience. And, you know, facing down really very stupendously challenging workouts can be a lot like that. So given that what we do in CrossFit translates nicely to being ready for very intense, very serious situations, being able to handle dramatic situations, there's a lot of people from law enforcement, firefight, armed services in our CrossFit community. And in the early days, we established a pattern of if there was a fallen soldier, we would name a workout after that soldier in their honor. If there was a, a firefighter that gave his life in, in the line of duty, we'd name that workout after that firefighter as well. Collectively, we call these workouts hero workouts, workouts named after the men and the women of these protector 
ways of life, these protector professions who defend our civil liberties, who keep our communities safe, who protect, yeah. you know, who who race into the building, into the fire to get, you know, defenseless people out of those situations. That's what a hero workout is. And in CrossFit, we have a lot of them. The yeah. Murph workout is just one. I, I'm, I'm just looking on SugarWad here. At, there are so many, um, including I just found one that's actually called the Dallas Five. And so I, yeah. I did not know that there was I a hero that one. one. Yeah, so I'll, I'm going to definitely have to try that one out. But, um, I mean, there's so many. Uh, Jake, talk to us a little bit about what um, what this particular Murph workout, the Hero Wad, means to you and, like, some of the stuff you've experienced either psychologically or emotionally in your times of, of doing it. Sure, absolutely. I think, you know, as CrossFitters, something that we kind of aspire to be is um, that person that is capable of, of doing what it takes in an emergency situation or just being the sort of the, the height of what humanity has to offer, right? That, that sounds kind of um, big and ethereal, this big idea, but I mean, part of the reason that we train is so that we can be there for our families. If my son, you know, is in a fire or something like that, I can pick him up and carry him out. And there's not even a question in my mind that I can do that. Um, so, you know, in a way we have this sort of bond um, and we, we can put ourselves into those spaces psychologically, even in the middle of one of these types of workouts. So to have some sort of, um, you know, person in mind, uh, that this is sort of based on does put us in more of a sober mindset, I would say. And, you know, when I'm in the middle of this and I've already done my one mile run and, and I'm only halfway through my reps uh, in the middle here, you know, it would be easy for me to get bogged down. It would be easy for me to say maybe half is enough. Uh, you know, that'll, that'll cut it. I'm fit now. This was a good workout. But no, this isn't just about getting a good workout. And this is about testing ourselves mentally and physically and showing ourselves. Um, and I think that's a big part of CrossFit in general is seeing yeah. what we're capable of. But showing ourselves, we can follow through on something. We can yeah. do something that's tough. We can come out the other side. And and the confidence that that breeds, um, I think, creates people and citizens that are are more capable of, of being part of a greater community. I like that. It, um, it actually reminds me of uh, there is a quote and it's kind of attributed to anonymous, although it sometimes is attributed to Navy SEALs, which is uh, we don't rise to the level of our expectations. We fall to the level of our training. And I think Absolutely. that's, um, you know, I, I've heard, I've heard other variations of that uh, being, you know, under pressure, you don't rise to the occasion, you sink to your level of training. So I've heard different right. variations of that quote, but I do think that's an important part of why CrossFitters do what they do uh, so that they can be, you know, ready with functional fitness for whatever life might demand. And as we like to say at CFE, uh, look better, feel better, but perform better as well in all areas right. of life. Um, gee, what about you, man? What, what type of, uh, what type of psychological or emotional stuff do you normally uh, resonates with you with not just hero wads, but maybe the Murph specifically? Yeah, having done this workout a lot of different times, a lot of different ways over many years, like I've seen Murph in all different angles. And I think first, 
it's there, there's something really special to the shared suffering of doing this workout alongside other CrossFitters. It, it brings us closer together and strengthens the bonds there, which you could argue that the bonds that we have with other people is the greatest that life has to offer is yeah. that, that connection, the interpersonal connection. It's, and that's, that's huge. I also think that there's something to be said for how embracing the difficulty, the adversity, the rigor, the suffering, how it allows you to develop a certain level of esteem, respect, appreciation, and love for yourself, which I think is a really big deal for a lot of people, right? Mm. Yeah. You know, if you face down a very difficult workout and you get to that point where you're, you're not even halfway through the reps yet, and already you're like, okay, I'm already starting to have a really hard time with this. And the mountain looks impossibly high, <laughs> but you don't quit and you, you push forward and you keep climbing one step after another, after another, yeah. until you get to the peak of that mountain. What, like, when you get there, it's not just the view, it's how you feel about yourself for having conquered that mountain. Mm. I think for a lot of people, so much of life tends to fall into the mundane. You're clocking in, clocking out at work. Yeah, You know, it's the driving your kids to the game, bringing them back home. A lot of it after a while can start to feel rote and repetitive and yeah. boring and disenchanting. And there's something very rewarding about surprising yourself, showing yourself what you are capable of doing in the face of great trial and strife. Like, when you put yourself in that situation, as we all do with Murph, what is amazing with CrossFitters is we all get to that point where we're like, screw this. I don't feel like doing another pull-up. I don't feel like doing another push-up. Right. This is a lot. This is really, uh, this is a struggle. What, what I've what I've called it before, the way I've described it is, it's when you get to the gates. Yeah. And you get to the gates of hell and, you, and you're, you're feeling the heat and you don't want to stand there anymore, but you calm your nerves, you calm your mind, you press forward, you persevere until you finish all the reps, until you finish that last one mile run. The, the sense of respect and esteem for yourself that you yeah. get by overcoming it's it's incredibly good for your relationship with yourself so it's rewarding for you internally it's rewarding externally and i will say that fit aids and beers taste way better <laughs> after a murph is done <laughs> <laughs> um that is fantastic um so we uh i just mentioned that one quote about uh falling to the level of your training but uh, gee, what you were just talking about there with the gates of hell uh, definitely reminds me of another great quote from country music star Rodney Atkins. If you're going through hell, keep on going. Yeah, you might get like, out before the devil even knows you're there. And uh, yep. for some of our CrossFitters, I know you're going to you're going to want to hear that song today just from me mentioning it. Um, uh, just real quickly here, uh, everybody, if you are listening to this or if you're watching it in our YouTube channel, I want to ask you comment let us know how do you like to tackle the Murph workout? Kind of a two-part action question here for you. Number one, how do you like to tackle the, the Murph workout? Do you like to break it up and what's your normal rep scheme? Uh, do you like to just chip away at it and get through each piece? Love to hear your thoughts on that. 
But then the most important question, uh, yes, the strategy is one, but number two, I want you to think about your philosophy. So the second question I would ask you is who will you be remembering this Memorial Day? when you perform the Murph workout? Who will you be thinking about? And uh, G and Coach Jake, I'm going to ask you both to consider that as well. Who will you remember this Memorial Day while you perform the Murph workout? It may just be, it might might be Lieutenant Murphy, but is there someone else that is on your heart? A lot of us know, um, you know, know veterans who have given their life in service of this country uh, and first responders who have done so. So, gee, I'm going to toss that at you first, sure. unless you, Coach Jake, you're ready. But uh, be you're on deck. Probably should have prepped you guys with this question. <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm ready. So, I will be thinking and remembering about you know the 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 suffering that Lieutenant Murphy endured in the name of protecting the people around him, and how it it really it it makes the difficulty of doing more push-ups seem silly by comparison. You know what I mean? It should, in my head, help to really put things in perspective that my momentary and temporary troubles pale in comparison to what overseas soldiers deal with every single day and protecting our liberty and our freedom. So I, I remember and I appreciate that. But I also always have my, my wife and my son you know, sit in the sidelines and watch when I do Murph. And I think there's, it's very important that my son sees me get to that place of struggle, get to that place of adversity and not quit yeah. when I get to that point. Cause I'm yeah. trying to set an example for him too, of having the unbreakable mindset of, of being mentally tough. And what does it look like? It doesn't look like you never struggle. It doesn't look like you don't, hit that wall. It looks yeah. like you struggle, you hit the wall and you don't let that stop you. You persevere and you keep going anyway, even if you don't feel like it. I love That's that. what it is for me. I what about that. you, Jake? Yeah. Coach Jake, what about you? Who will you be thinking about this Memorial day while you're performing the Murph? Yeah, I appreciate that question. I hadn't actually uh, gone through the process of thinking about it yet. Um, I, I love what coach G said there though. Um, you know, not all fights are physical. Um, right. Some of the hardest fights that we that we uh, fight are uh, psychological, and I've um, I've got a family member that uh, has really been struggling with uh, some addiction problems and, and things like that that um, have really beat them down for several years, and they're coming out of it, and mm -hmm. it's inspiring to watch, um, and it's inspiring to see that every single day, you know, they take that day one step at a time, um, and uh, that's kind of what Murph is going to be. You know, we could think about it in terms of 100, 200 and 300, or we could be in every single rep and, yeah. you know, finish that one. All right. What's in front of me? The next one. That's all there is right this second. Yeah. And I think that sort of mindset is um, liberating and it's empowering. Um, yeah. I think I'll, I'll be in that space. Totally. And uh, I'll, I'll chime in and say uh, that this question just came up organically in this conversation because again this was not one of the questions we had put to talk about but um but for me uh i know quite a few people who have lost their spouses um over the years and so uh there's widows and widowers that i will consider and be thinking of but i totally agree with what both of you have said as a dad as a husband as a as a provider and a man in in my family um my my wife and kids get to see me hit the wall 
And uh, so thinking my way through that and what what it looks like positionally, I'll never forget when one of the boys, uh, when the kids all came and watched us um, during one of the CrossFit Opens a couple years ago. And one of the coaches leaned down to me as I was struggling. And they said, your kids are watching. It's like, oh. <laughs> that was brutal. But um, but it was so important because it kept me going for that last few few rounds there um, to make the time. So I think keeping those people in mind and those who we are sacrificing for on our day in, day out life, I think that's important. But definitely we'll be thinking about those who have lost their lives in service to our country. So again, everybody, same question for you all. If you are listening or watching, number one, let us know how you like to tackle the Murph workout. Let us know your strategy, but then let us know your, your mentality behind it of who you're going to be remembering this Memorial Day while you actually perform the Murph workout. Um, and again, we are doing this in remembrance of Lieutenant Michael Murphy, uh, Murph himself and uh, gentlemen. Uh, G, you got anything else you want to let us know about here? I think we kind of covered it all. No, we want to invite everybody in our CrossFitters community to come and join us for the Murph workout at the end of this month. Talk to your coach about how to tackle this, but there is a level and a variation that is appropriate from our newest CrossFitters all the way to our most veteran, most experienced, most fire-breathing badasses here at CFE. <laughs> and is a great way. I just love that term. Can we talk? Fire, what'd you say? What'd you Fire-breathing badasses. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, so. I feel like that needs to be a t-shirt. <laughs> FBBA. Yeah. So no matter what your fitness level is, there's a version of this workout that is an appropriate challenge for you. And it is one of the best ways to kind of deepen friendships, get to know some new people and bring out the best in you, bring out the best in yourself. So in preparation for that, reach out to your favorite CFE coach, whoever that is, and let them guide you with how best, like which version of the workout to tackle and then how best to tackle it. That's all I got. Awesome. And uh, when you are ready, everybody, if you're listening to this and you'd like to just learn more about CrossFit Edwardsville, you can check us out on all the socials at CrossFit Edwardsville. Uh, read our reviews on ye old Google machine and see all of the happy uh, clients who have gone through over the years. And then when you are ready, go to CrossFitEdwardsville.com and book a no sweat conversation. But that is all for us. Coach G, thank you as always. Coach thank you, Jake, Jeff, thank you, you for joining us for the second or third time. And if not, we'll make it the third or fourth time next time. Uh, but thank you both, gentlemen. And as uh, G, I'm going to leave it for you. How do we like to end this? We love to wish all of our audience a championship day.